Hello, I'm Stefan. And I'm Meryl. And, and welcome, welcome to Cutie and the Geek. Geek. Hello and welcome to Cutie and the Geek, a podcast by fans for fans. It's Stefan here, uh, just me uh, for this podcast. Um, uh, basically, uh, Meryl and I are um, uh, very, very busy uh, with work and with planning for our wedding. It's getting increasingly difficult for us to uh, find time to podcast together. And the subject of this podcast um, is better suited to me uh I wouldn't really be able to be in conversation with her about it. Um, uh, basically, uh, we're here to talk about um, Nintendo's 2018 E3 showing. Uh, but before that, I just want to offer a brief apology to anyone who cares about the fact that um, after all this hype about uh, Avengers Infinity War, uh, Meryl and I didn't actually release a podcast about it. Uh, not for lack of trying. Uh, what happened was we went to see it on opening night here in the UK, watched it, uh, safe to say loved it, went back to my car in the cinema car park and immediately started doing an instant take podcast recording on my phone using the Anchor app that we use. Um, we talked for about 35, 40 minutes, I think, uh, much longer than I was expecting it to be. Uh, and therein lies the problem. Uh, we finished the podcast and uh, I hit end and the app started to process the recording and then the phone battery died. Uh, I was not aware that it was as low as that and um, we lost everything. And that was so frustrating. And it rather killed the sort of enthusiasm for us to uh, re-record. Meryl said she was up for it, but uh, it just kind of put pay to that really so that's a shame uh because we really do uh love all the marvel films we wanted to talk about that we saw deadpool a couple of weeks ago deadpool 2 i should say and um again that's something we should probably have done a podcast about but it's just been so difficult to find the time uh so i'm doing this uh one uh today just me because i'm the big nintendo fan huge nintendo fan all my life and um Meryl was actually a Sega kid growing up. She played the Sega Mega Drive or Sega Genesis, uh, depending on where you uh, lived, um, what it was known by. And, uh, and you know, she, she, she's come round to some Nintendo stuff and has a, a, a sort of passing interest. But um, uh, it's me who's the sort of diehard Nintendo fan and video gamer, big video gamer in general. Been watching E3 with great interest, as I do every year. Very excited for what Nintendo is going to show. And... I have to say I came away a little underwhelmed, um, which is really difficult for me uh, because I, I have so much love for this company and really want them to, to do well and they're, you know, on a, um, uh, a sort of, you know, upward swing and upward trajectory compared to some of the uh, sort of difficult times, uh, sort of, you know, in the Wii U era, um, which I supported them throughout. I have lots of games on the Wii U, but, um, but the Switch is, is you know, cut above for definite. Uh, so what we're going to do is I'm going to talk about Nintendo's showing at E3 this year, uh, sort of largely focusing, focusing on the direct, um, uh, but then I, I watched a fair bit of Treehouse over the uh, sort of three days of E3, 
so you know things I might have learned there will are, are certainly informing how I feel about their showing in general and particularly uh, how I feel about uh, the new Smash Brothers. So um, I'm going to talk first about uh, everything in this first third to first half of the direct that was shown. Uh, sort of whistle stop tour through that, uh, and, and then pause and take a break and then following that uh, talk about Super Smash Brothers Ultimate uh, so uh, so that's the plan for this podcast okay so let's start by looking at everything that was not Super Smash Brothers at Nintendo's E3 2018 uh, first of all about the uh, direct sort of style in general I think that contributed to my sort of overall uh, sort of underwhelmed feeling. Now, I know that Nintendo liked to give us directs um, throughout the year. I actually think that's great, and I'm glad they do that. So the pressure is... One argument is that the pressure's off uh, for them to do a a sort of really punchy, powerful, content-heavy E3 showing because, you know, they often do another direct in September and then one in January and you know they're they're peppered throughout the year um that's true for the hardcore who are following Nintendo like me E3 is the time in which you know if there's any ever sort of mass media attention towards the video game industry uh it's at E3 and you know you will find articles on uh, BBC news website and such uh, about, again, British BBC, um, you know, insert your main news supplier here, uh, about, um, uh, you know, the video game industry in the week of E3, and people pay a bit more attention, at least I always feel they do. So I still feel it's it's the right time to put your best foot forward. And in the past, they've done very sort of Nintendo quirky things, um, you know, we had, of course, Iwata-san, you know, his last um, uh, E3 before he very sadly passed away. Uh, you know, he appeared as a puppet. And that, I'm sure, was to sort of, you know, spare him his, some, some you know, unnecessary uh, attention on, on to how he might have looked at that time. But the wonderful thing with him and Reggie and Miyamoto being in puppet form and then transforming into uh, Star Fox puppets uh was really great really quirky and and they've had other things i think the year before that they had that segment um for smash 3ds and wii u when reggie and uh iwata uh you know fought together and and it was just um there was no sort of nintendo whimsy about this direct there really really wasn't any nintendo whimsy or character um it was very straight-laced, and I felt that's just a little bit of a shame. Um, so that's the sort of vibe of, of, of the Direct, I feel. So, you know, a bit of a letdown there. Not majorly important as long as the content's good, but it, it's nice to have a little bit of sort of Nintendo quirkiness, and there really wasn't any of that, I don't think. Um, so we uh, started off by being shown this uh, new sort of mech fighter game, uh, Demon X Machina or Damon X Machina, I'm not 100% sure how I'm supposed to pronounce it. Um, and that's, I mean, it wasn't my cup of tea, 
uh, it may well be your cup of tea. If you're into sort of mech fighters and stuff, then, 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 then I'm sure it's actually probably quite good. And it's got an interesting art style. Uh, but it wasn't um, uh, a sort of a, a draw for me. Uh, and I can only be personal here, really. So, so this is just my opinion. So, um, I mean, interesting to kick off when everyone... I mean, we were all debating how is this Direct going to kick off? Is it going to be Smash from the get-go? Is it going to be Smash at the end? Uh, some people were theorising, you know, that it might sort of weave and interlace different, um, uh, you know, different franchises uh, doing their own thing, but then connecting to Smash and then going back to something new, connecting that to Smash again and sort of interleaving things. And, and I mean, that wasn't the case. Uh, so Demon, Damon X Machina, um, interesting if you're into that sort of thing, didn't do anything for me, really. Um, then there was Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and some expansion, an expansion pack, uh, or DLC, um, I should say, I suppose. I was like, hey, expansion packs is used, used to be what we called these things, but anyway, some, some DLC. Uh, and I've never played a Xenoblade game. Uh, I do like RPGs and JRPGs, but finding the time to sink into games like that is very, very difficult for me. So, um... It wasn't uh, it, great for people who, um, you know, for whom they like love Xenoblade and this is a great thing for them. Uh, not particularly, again, for me, um, but I'm sure people were glad to see some, some confirmed DLC for a major game. What we did not see was DLC for another major game, and I'm wondering whether to mention it now or... Um, Oh, well, I may as well say it now. Uh, if we're talking about DLC, because, um, you know, I think, I think Xenoblade was the only thing that we saw that had some confirmed DLC uh, as part of it. Um, a lot of us were theorising and hoping for... Um, I don't know if there was any... Obviously, there were no leaks or rumours. Well, I, I, I should say, I tried to stay away from anything regarding leaks. Uh, certain things you know, they were just reported as basically as fact. And so you, you know, sort of didn't, you can't really avoid them. Uh, but, any, but I, you know, I'm not on Reddit. I'm not reading like leaks and that sort of thing. So I, I like to try and be surprised with the E3 Direct. But, um, but I know that people were hoping for and that there were potentially some rumours of some DLC for Mario Odyssey. And, I mean, it seems like such a no-brainer. That was a great game and... It feels like a complete package on the one hand, yes, but it'd be so easy just to add a few extra kingdoms to it. And, you know, we'd uh, I'd be in there day one for that. And I'm no, I'm not alone in that. So for the only major game to get some major downloadable content, unless I'm forgetting something, and I might be, um, to be Xenoblade Chronicles 2, a game that's already so long, um, interesting decision. I really hope that Mario Odyssey gets um, some DLC in the future. Uh, I mean, and I mean genuine stuff, not just this, you know, Luigi hide your balloons mode, whatever it's called. Um, which, hey, at least it's free. You know, don't complain. Never complain that people give you something for free. But um, it's that was a, a disappointment for me. Uh, so, Xenoblade X, uh, DLC, great for those who are interested. Um, then they talked a bit about, or Reggie talked, you know, as I say, a very sort of calm and a bit... I mean, he just seemed a little low energy. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, um, talked a bit about Pokemon. Let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee. 
that would have you know really blown people's minds if it ha- if they hadn't shown us information or the Pokemon company hadn't shown us about that um, you know two or three weeks earlier. But you know maybe that was the right decision for them, and I mean that was that you know. It, Okay, that, that took people's attention. Pokemon is a game that's big enough that you probably don't have to have it hidden within E3 or given major time at E3. Um, it's a sort of reimagining of Pokemon Yellow. Uh, that's my generation. The only Pokemon game that I ever really played properly was Pokemon Red. Um, never completed it. Uh, partly, well, I think, to be honest, mostly because... Uh, my Game Boy with Pokemon Red inside it uh, got stolen, and um, you know I, I just you know never really went back to Pokemon. Kept half an eye on it, and I play I played some Pokemon Go when it came out, you know, like so many of us did, and enjoyed it. But then you know I do find myself moving on from mobile phone games relatively swiftly. Um, I, I enjoyed. Uh, Pokemon Go, but and and this looks good. Okay, don't look. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. I watched some of the Treehouse stuff. Interesting. I think it's a bit deeper than um, the initial reveal might have led us to believe. Um, you know, they they showed us some more stuff, and that's fine and good. I don't think I'm going to get it. Um, I just think I'm I am done uh, with Pokemon uh, in terms of actually following the games, um, and. If anything, it made me think about opening up Pokemon Go again because I gather a huge amount has changed in that game uh, in the last two years uh, or so since I last played it. Maybe longer, I don't know. Um, but uh, that's my dog shaking himself. Uh, but it's so okay, Pokemon Let's Go, fine, uh, but again, probably not for me. Mario Party or Super Mario Party. Now, this I was happy to see, and I'm happy to see for a number of reasons. Um, the very first Mario Party on the N64 was one of my favourite games for that console. I played it countless hours uh, with uh, my sister and my best friend um, and, and his brother and sister. Uh, and we had some really, really great times with that, you know, in our, uh, you know, young what would we have been, sort of, you know, between the ages of 10, 11, 12, 13, uh, you know, maybe a bit younger, actually. Really, really good stuff. Um, And then I had Mario Party 4 on the GameCube, which didn't quite capture me in the same way, Uh, but it might just have been that, you know, a bit older, not getting together to play that way in in the same way. and then I'm aware that the Mario Party series went through some very sort of questionable changes from what I gather, and they stopped having it be about individual characters moving around a board. Uh, everyone was in a car traveling together, and you know, it just, I, I, I gather that it lost a lot, of, um, enthuse, a lot of people's enthusiasm. So for this Super Mario Party, jettisoning all those, you know, because it would have been Mario Party 11, I think, otherwise, uh, um, you know. Uh, I think it's a good idea to drop the numbers. Um, this looks like a return to form, and that's really exciting. You know, back to walking, you know, moving around boards individually, back to mini games being um, well. I suppose they must always have been the focus, but it, it just looks it looks good. And um, I, I saw some playthrough of it on Treehouse, and I thought it looked good there. 
so I, I'm, I'm keeping my eye on that. My sadness for me is that I don't have a team of people or friends, of gamer friends, to really play this with. And I know it's a fairly accessible game, and, you know, hopefully Meryl will pick it up and play with me and, you know, some of our mutual friends and some of the friends that, you know, are, are sort of, you know, separate to us maybe too. Um, you know, the Switch is good, our local multiplayer and all of that. But, um, you know, I, I, think, I think if I had a different sort of set of life circumstances, this would be, you know, major, major for me. As it is, I am interested. I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, from everything that's been shown, both in the direct and particularly with Treehouse, uh, I'm hopeful that I, it'll be worth a buy for me. Considering um, that you know, we're not quite sure how much online play there's going to be. They said something yesterday about five mini games on a rotating basis to play online. So it doesn't sound like you can do. I mean, this is Nintendo for you. And again, I love Nintendo, but sometimes I don't really know why they have to be awkward about certain online things. And in this way, I mean, to be first of all, I'm glad and relieved that there's any online for this at all. Because to be honest, I would not have put it past Nintendo to say this is a local multiplayer only game, full stop. That seems like a Nintendo move to me. So I was pleased to hear that there's some online play. However, it does sound like it's going to be one mode which is perhaps rather limited in scope. And we don't know enough about it yet. But it sounded like they were already sort of trying to manage expectations with that, uh, with the online component. So that's a bit of a shame. Uh, when does it come out? October. So we'll have... And I think, I think we've been told that the online service is end of September. So this is going to be the first first-party game to come out basically in tandem uh, with the Nintendo Online service. And if that's the case, Nintendo, then you've got to make more of Super Mario Party's online component. Because if that's the game that you're essentially launching it with, you know, and that, that surprised, um, well, many of us were surprised uh, with the later date for Smash Brothers Ultimate than we were expecting. I think so many of us, um, me included, based upon what people, uh, you know, across the, the uh, uh, podcast sphere and the YouTube sphere, you know, expecting that the service would launch with Smash, or Smash would launch with the service, I suppose I should say. And um, that's not true. Uh, instead, if they're giving us Mario Party with a sort of weak source... I don't really like that phrase. With a weaker um, online component as the first first-party game to come out after having made people pay for online, which I get, and, you know, everyone else is doing it now... If it's a genuine improvement to the sometimes spotty online service that Nintendo offer and some of their other games, uh, then I don't mind paying for it, especially because it's, you know, a bargain compared to what the other companies are asking for. But, um, yeah, you need to make more of your online service in Super Mario Party than has been initially been teased if that's the game that is essentially launching alongside or shortly after you make people pay for online. Moving on. Fire Emblem, uh, you know, it was announced. And then uh, last year, 
must have been last year, it can't have been the year before. Uh, and um, and then when, you know, we heard nothing about it, finally we get a name, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Does that mean Fire Emblem Three Games, the way they did with um, uh, Fates, wasn't it? Um, Fire Emblem Birthright, Fire Emblem Conquest, Fire Emblem Revelation. Uh, I really hope not, because I love Fire Emblem, big fan of Fire Emblem. Um, that was too much Fire Emblem for me, and I wasn't going to buy the twice possibly even three times. Uh, so I'm really hoping this is one self-contained game. Um, trailer was interesting. Some good stuff, good sort of visual anime style, um, you know, uh, cinematics. Um, really wasn't very impressed with how the units looked on the map in a battle. Um, I like pixel art, okay? I... I Grew up in, you know, the late 80s, early 90s. Pixel art, you know, it's been wonderful to see it come back in recent years. Um, and I think it looks beautiful. Uh, the graphics here reminded me a little that I've only played one sort of modern home console Fire Emblem game. I had Path of Radiance on the GameCube for a bit. I didn't play it very much and... I think that might have been because I made that mistake that so many other people did. If I'm right about this, I have no idea. I found out about this recently, but um, there's an error with that game that if you choose... They, they mistranslated and mislabeled, essentially, the difficulty modes. So if you want to play on normal difficulty, you're supposed to choose easy because if you choose normal, they you're actually playing the hard mode. Um, and that, and I thought, this game is very hard. What the heck's going on here? So um, so there was that and there was some other things. But, I mean, I, I, the, the units didn't look particularly good. I can't remember whether... I, I seriously can't remember what it looked like on the map. Maybe they were still pixel art on the map. But, um, but anyway, I thought the map looked really bland by comparison with those sort of, you know, polygon... And just, you know, the, the, the grass was very flat and dry and dull in colour... Um, and then when you do a battle, uh, unit against unit, you zoom into the battle map and you've, your sort of named character unit has got 10, I'm going to call them grunts, sort of following alongside you, battling, uh, taking a leaf perhaps from Fire Emblem Warriors, uh, which is a game that I haven't played. Uh, I've played a bit of Hyrule Warriors before that, and it just confirms what I always thought, that actually the, the, the Warriors games are a bit too repetitive, hack and slash. Um, I know that Fire Emblem Warriors is supposed to be good, but I, I haven't really been interested in giving it a go. Um, so they've taken that sort of, you know, units fighting rather than individual characters fighting, which makes sense in the sense, in a case of a war, but... I'm not really sure. It didn't leave me wowed. Um, I'm going to follow this game closely because I love me some good Fire Emblem. And um, here's hoping it's going to be good. But again, slightly reserving judgment for now, shall I say. Um, then we found out that Fortnite was coming to Switch, which, remember I said I tried to avoid leaks? Well, that was something that I like most of us, got spoiled upon because it wasn't really being report, re reported as a rumour. It was, this is happening. 
and everything that was being said, I think there was, I think it appeared, someone found it on the eShop, like, geared up, ready to go as soon as the Direct finished. And lo and behold, that was the case. And it was reported widely. So um, I'm not on the Fortnite bandwagon. Uh, I played a tiny bit of it on, um, on Xbox One, which is the other console I own, uh, when... I started hearing about all the fuss that was about it. Um, I, of course, downloaded it on Switch. I'm one of the two million who downloaded it in the first 24 hours. Uh, and I've played a little bit. And best I've ever done is is get to, you know, finish eighth, which I'm pretty damn impressed about. Um, I'm not going to be good enough. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not put enough time in to get the sort of, you know, building on the fly while shooting or defending... Um, but look, I understand it's a good game, an interesting game, and um, I'm really glad the Switch has got it. Um, you know, it deserves to, because pretty much everyone else has. Um, and the cross-platform play with everyone apart from Sony, because they're being ridiculously awkward, um, is it, great. So I'm pleased for them about that. Uh, Overcooked 2 was revealed. Uh, I've got the first one. I really like it. It's damn hard. And, uh, you know, a great couch co-op game... The second one's going to have online play. Again, happy about that. I'm sure it's not going to be the same experience, just like Mario Party. It's not going to be as good an experience of being, you know, gathered round together, playing in the same room. Uh, you can't beat that. But for people for whom that's hard, it's great that Overcooked has got some online. Um, I saw some Treehouse play of this. It looks fun. Uh, it's it's just it's more of the same as Overcooked one, but perhaps a bit wackier. And um, yeah, I'm glad that's coming. Didn't know about that and uh, pleased, pleased for it. But I don't, th- it's not a day one purchase for me. Um, I really feel like, you know, the people I play Overcooked 1 with, we've got to get better at it to try and, you know, before we move on to the sequel. Uh, Killer Queen Black, never heard of it. Um, I gather the arcade game Killer Queen it's based on. Um, it's a great song by Queen, actually, uh, you know. Complete aside, Killer Queen, really good um, Queen song. Um, So I gather that Killer Queen is good and Killer Queen Black is going to be good. Um, I don't really know what it's about. I'd kind of... At this point in time, you know, we were sort of thinking, okay, how how long until they start talking about Smash, you know, when I was uh, uh, watching this. But okay, that's good. Hollow Knight looks beautiful. Um, you know, been waiting for it to come out, and uh, for a long time people have been. And that was another nice. Um, it's out today. Boom, uh, and that's great. Um, I'll get it eventually. I got a backlog of games, uh, but it, it looks good. It's reviewed well, from what I gather. So that's good. Um, Octopath Traveler. Um, yeah, I'm. I played the first demo, liked it. Uh, the second demo was uh, released the day after or two days after the. Um, uh, the direct and i've downloaded that haven't opened it up yet um but i'm uh i'm keeping a good eye on that game i think i probably will get it eventually um i think it's going to be another long game we've just been i've just read something before starting to record that apparently it's going to have at least 60 hours gameplay to it oh blimey i don't have time for these sorts of things you know but maybe the fact that it's portable it might help me a bit um, so, uh, yeah, I, I think that's going to be a good game. I'm really hopeful for it. I'm glad that we're getting it from Square Enix. Um, then there was a montage of all this other stuff, including some stuff that was out already, some stuff that was coming out, um, you know, in a little bit. 
Uh, and um, Dragon Ball Fighters, Fighters, Fighter Z, Fighter Z. Uh, I know it's Dragon Ball Z, but I'm English and we pronounce the letter Z rather than Z. Uh, but anyway, I mean, that's great if you like it. I was never into the anime, um, but I hear it's a good game. So there's a load of stuff shown, which is which is great. Um, going to move on to Smash in a minute, but uh, I want to talk about... Um, yeah, I think I want to talk now, uh, because after the break, it's all going to be Smash. So... Leaving Smash aside, we've got some interesting stuff there, but what's interesting is what we didn't get. And I mean that in sort of two ways. One, there were some things that we know are in development, but we didn't see. Uh, so in that category, there's Metro Prime 4, uh, which was just announced last year, I thought we might have got a bit of something about it. I know, obviously, it's not a 2018 game, and they said, um, you know, this presentation is going to focus very much on 2018 games. But then, you know, they, at least my data in front of me here says they broke that immediately by showing us Demon X Machina, which comes in 2019. So, like, straight away, they showed us something. The first game they showed us was 2019. Um, then, okay, most of what they showed was 2018, but then Fire Emblem has slipped to 2019. So, you know, they could have talked about Metroid Prime for... I don't think it's going to be a 2020 game. I mean, I hope it won't be. Um, but we're all really excited about it. So, you know, it would have been nice to have had just a little bit of an update to wet our appetites about that. Um, uh, because you'll basically find that this was a very heavy Smash Brothers Direct with some other stuff. And if you don't like Smash, uh, and there are plenty of Nintendo fans for whom Smash just isn't their thing, um, it is for me, but then, you know, you're guaranteed to have been a bit disappointed by this um, showing. Because we didn't get Metro Prime 4, a game that we all thought were going to come out in 2018 and clearly now isn't and has officially uh, been confirmed to have slipped is the Yoshi game. Um, we saw zero on that, um, which, you know, considering we saw, I think we saw a fair bit of it last year, we saw some Treehouse play, not just a sort of self-contained spot on the Direct last year, we saw some genuine play, um, I'm pretty sure we did, so that's, yeah, we definitely did, so that's um, a surprise and a disappointment, um, so those are confirmed things that we didn't see. And then there's that great big rumour mill. There's the Star Fox Grand Prix rumour, uh, which was one that I couldn't avoid because it was just flashing up on every site that I look at. And um, and I thought, well, you know, that I'd be really interested to see that because I, li- I really do like the Star Fox franchise and the Star Fox character. I had Star Fox Zero on the Wii U. Um, I got to grips with the cumbersome... Uh, control method eventually Uh, I played it through and completed it the once um, but there's a lot more to it than that Uh, but I just it didn't really grab me Um, and it's just and then I moved house and I don't you know the Wii U is still connected but it's just not convenient to to play a game that's so involved with its control mechanism Um, and 
the only F-Zero game I've ever played uh, was on GameCube, F-Zero GX, and that was awesome. And, uh, you know, it looked brilliant. I, I really enjoyed that game. So um, to marry the two franchises, which is kind of what this Star Fox Grand Prix sounded like it might have been a bit... Um, there was so much out there in the rumour mill, leak mill, that leads me to believe that maybe this game is still coming, it just wasn't ready to be shown at E3. Which, look, that's Nintendo's choice, and that's fine. And more fool us for getting hyped up about things that, um, you know, are rumours. Uh, but expecting, rightly or wrongly, for something like that to be shown, and it wasn't, that's a bit of a disappointment. Uh, Mario Odyssey DLC I've already mentioned, no no sign of that, disappointment. Other things that I was hoping for, like, I, I really, old school Mario, so, like, Super Mario Maker was an incredible thing. I was so excited about that game uh, in all the lead-up to it and its eventual release. Um, it's too good a game and too exciting and unique an opportunity for it to remain stuck on Wii U. And I know it's on 3DS as well, but it's not the same because you can't download... Uh, I don't think you can download new levels or, or there's something about that. So um, I want it on Switch. I'm not the only one. I really hoped it was going to come to Switch. It didn't. Uh, well, it hasn't. Uh, it wasn't shown. Maybe that will still happen one day. I know people are saying, again, there's mechanic things about how would you do it. But I just think um, you use the touchscreen and then when it's... To, to create it, to test it out, to play, and then you can just put the Joy-Cons on and play it on the handheld or put it in the in the dock. I mean, you know, it's not really a, the end of the world. You can do it. And I say that as someone who actually doesn't like touching my, um, my uh, Switch screen. I don't like putting fingerprints on it. I've got a screen protector, um, which protected me from getting my first scratch the other day. I have no idea how that happened, but at least I've got a screen protector. Um... But, you know, it's, I don't really like, and it'd be nice for me, I would rather have a stylus and be putting my fingerprints all over it, uh, and I don't know how we can do that with the Switch, uh, I think it must be possible, but, um, so, disappointment uh, that we didn't see anything from Super Mario Maker, not that we were necessarily expecting to, but it would have been nice. Oh gosh, I'm sure there are loads of other things that we didn't see that people were sort of hoping that we would, um, you know... Uh, third party things which you know that's not why I buy Nintendo stuff but I mean you know things that were announced by other companies uh, Fallouts and the Elder Scrolls and, and all this sort of thing um, you know it, it's, it's uh, anyway so a little bit of a disappointing showing from Nintendo some good stuff in the first half uh, but perhaps not enough of it not enough variety the big names were missing um, so um, finish that off there and take a short break and then come back to talking about what was Nintendo's major focus that they threw everything in the kitchen sink at us uh, in the direct and then a lot of treehouse play Super Smash Brothers Ultimate So now, of course, we come to Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. And 
I, I, well, what I can say is that my thinking about this game has changed over the last few days since um, first announced that reveal direct. As I say, the last sort of at least half, if not closer to two thirds of the direct, was all the new Super Smash Brothers. And I've already said I'm a big Smash fan. You know, really excited about this. That being said. I feel like there was some stuff in this Direct. Um, I feel like this Direct was a little mishandled. And there was certainly some stuff um, that in this uh, Direct that could have been saved for a... Uh, well, if you remember the last Smash Brothers, um, it was revealed uh, in a big way, I think, at E3. If I remember rightly, big reveal at E3. But then we were told... Uh, 50 fact extravaganza smash direct would come in i think it was you know it was no more than a couple of months after e3 and it was really done brilliantly done by the uh the announcer voice guy i think his name is xander Kovas. i think that's his name and um so so that's the way they did it this time round, they put in a lot of really quite like particular details into um, the Smash portion of Nintendo E3 2018 Direct. And I think I agree with, with uh, opinions I've seen out there that, um, you know, that sort of stuff could have been saved for a special Smash Direct, which I'm sure we'll get one, but it was a little disappointing to have... Well, I didn't mind personally seeing so much of, of smash at e3 but there are a lot of nintendo fans who who really did feel like wow what am i you know watching this for and and even as a smash fan there were certain things which were just a bit like well okay that's not really information that we need right now um so they could have done a follow they could have told us about a follow-up smash direct uh and then have some of that information in that but so Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. We've all been wondering, is this a new game or is it a port of the Wii U? Um, and the... the so we were sort of split down two camps. There was a sort of, a, it's going to be a brand new game versus it's going to be like Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, which was basically a straight port with um, a straight port with a couple of interesting features, uh, wasn't it? Because, uh, uh, well, I mean, you know, being able to have two items, I mean, that was uh, a major addition to um, to Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. Uh, so I, there was a very common theory, um, and I subscribe to this theory. Uh, in uh, like when it was first announced, gut instincts, gut reaction. I thought to myself, okay, this is going to be a fusion of Smash 4 Wii U and Smash 4 3DS. It's going to have, um, it's going to combine, if not all the elements, all the good elements uh, from them. Uh, like most people, I agree that Smash Tour is a bit pants, so, um, you know, they could probably leave that out. Um, uh, and, and it would be sort of like a, a sort of ultra deluxe sort of thing but then people were saying you know this is this has to be a new game a brand new game or else you know people will riot and my feeling about 
you know, Smash being officially in develop in development was revealed. It was it was a uh, March or April, I think, wasn't it? And um, I'm sorry, I really should know this. Uh, and then we were told 2018 as the date, and immediately I thought. To be honest, rather than getting excited that we were getting smashed this year, I was thought I thought, oh, it's too soon for it to be a brand new game because we all know how hard uh, Masahiro Sakurai works and what a perfectionist he is, and um, and we also know that those of us who follow these things that he you know his health suffered significantly uh, during the development of Smash Four, um, so my thinking was that if this was to be a brand new game, it would have to be at least a 2019 game so he can take the time he needs, not just to craft it, but also perhaps, you know, for his own benefit, have a, a less intense um, experience of directing this game. Maybe stretch the development period out longer and don't push yourself so hard in that. Because, you know, no one wants this guy to push himself to breaking point. Um... So when I saw the 2018 date, I thought, okay, it's going to be a port. Uh, because there's been a lot of those from to, from Wii U to Switch. It can take all the good things about um, the 3DS part, the port, uh, 3DS version as well as the Wii U version, and make a sort of complete, Smash 4 complete sort of thing. And look, we knew we were, getting, we were having the Inklings added, so, you know, maybe add a, f a few... DLC characters, but remember, I mean, Smash 4, when DLC was complete, um, I mean, what, 60-something characters? I mean, it does get to the point where I feel like you get a bit of diminishing returns if you just keep on adding characters. I'm now going to contradict myself slightly, having said that, by saying one of the things I was disappointed about with the reveal of Smash, uh, this Smash Ultimate, is... Um, it looks very much like we are not going to be getting very many new characters. Yes, we've got Inklings. If you want to count Daisy, then we've got Daisy. Uh, that was an interesting sort of half-step, One of the, these Echo characters. I don't know if they're really fooling anyone with that new title. Um, a clone is a clone. Uh, but, you know, no, uh, you know, reserve judgment until we play it and all of that. But... Um, and obviously we've got Ridley, which is fantastic, you know, um, I I actually main Samus. Samus is my um, go-to character in uh, Smash ever since the N64 original. Um, uh, so, you know, it's good to have another representative of the Metroid series there. People have been asking for Ridley for so long. That's great. It's great uh, that, we've, that Ridley's in. Um... <sighs> But here's what I would have wanted from this new Smash. A little bit more... For the ambition to have gone in a different direction, because clearly it's very ambitious to bring everyone in, and that's the hook about this game, you know, the famous you know catchphrase now, everyone is here. Uh, <laughs> or is it everybody is here? I can't remember. Um, so, okay, so we've got people like... Pichu back. Um, I don't know anyone who was asking for Pichu, but okay. We've got Pichu. Um, who are the other interesting returns? Um, oh, I don't know. 
Uh, but it's okay. So, 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 so everybody is back. Anyone who's ever been in Smash is here. Yes, that's great. That's exciting. But it's stuff that we've seen before. And I know that the, the director then on went on to go at great pains and at great length to tell us about how things are being changed. And obviously there are a lot of... I mean, apparently there could be up to tens of thousands of changes, according to the video. But, you know, when these changes are as minute as Olimar's helmet being briefly cracked before it repairs itself, having no impact on the gameplay, just a minor visual point that you probably won't even notice if it hadn't been pointed out in this, um, that's nothing to get really excited about. Now, there are other things that, you know, to get excited about. It's not all about cramming this thing with more characters. But what I wanted to see from this new Smash, what I wanted to see was, uh, and, you know, this is influenced by, you know, the the, the people I watch and listen to, um podcasts like the Nintendo Cartridge Society and uh, YouTube channels like um, Game Explain. Um, sorry, I'm... Blasted moth floating, flying around my bedroom, which I was just trying to get rid of. I really should have stopped the recording. Um, but Anchor, Anchor, you're great, okay? But, you know, little, little service announcements, people using Anchor. Find a way to let us be able to temporarily pause our recording without having to stop a segment and start a new segment sometimes we just want to pause to like you know take a drink or cough or um swat a fly or you know a moth in my case um anyway uh yes um i wanted the ambition to go a different way I would have been happy to lose some of the characters that were in Smash 4. I'm not necessarily going to think about which ones I'm thinking of, um, but I would have happily, because, you know, we don't want the roster being completely overblown, and the fact is, you know, we may still get some more new additions, and I hope that we do, but Mr Sakurai himself said, um, we've put the bulk of our efforts into bringing back every single character. So we hope you won't expect too many new ones. And I don't think he's joking about that. Um, you know, what's the roster at now? 65? Maybe we'll get to 70. Maybe. Um, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if Ridley's the only Ridley and the ink, ink, Inklings. I wouldn't be um, terribly surprised if those are the only two and Daisy, the only three that we get uh, new characters. That might happen, and if that happens, I will be disappointed because I would have rather have lost half a dozen, ten, I don't know, of the um, Smash Four fighters to have got some new ones or you know retire them to make space for new ones and then offer them back again as DLC if you want that sort of thing I'm not necessarily going to say you know who I would have wouldn't have minded going um but in terms of who I wanted to see and it's it's 
I, 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 I do want Smash to be mainly about Nintendo, don't get me wrong. You know, all these people like, uh, people talk about having Crash Bandicoot in. I couldn't care less. I have no connection with Crash whatsoever. You know, I've always been Nintendo. We've had PlayStations in the house. My older brother, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2. Uh, did he get the? No, and then, and then jumped, switch, jumped ship. So PS1, PS2, and then three, Xbox 360 and Xbox One, um, which I also did. But, um, yeah, no interest in Crash Bandicoot. Uh, other sort of odd, you know, people who feel a bit random to me, like um, Isaac from Golden Sun keeps coming up, apparently. I played both Golden Sun games on the Game, uh, game Boy Advance. Um, really good games. Difficult games. Uh, but I really enjoyed them. But Isaac's not a particularly engaging character for that sort of thing. Um... Ugh, Goku from Dragon Ball Z. Um, I've never watched an episode in my life. I don't care. I understand that people like them. But when you start saying, oh, you know, let's bring in these characters from outside of the video game world, because yes, you know, there's Dragon Ball fighters and all that stuff now. But this is, a, you know, Goku's a character from an anime, from a cartoon, who's recently been put into a computer game. That doesn't give him the right to take a place alongside Mario and Sonic. Uh, I'm sorry, that's just how I feel about that. Um, who did I want? I wanted Bomberman. And he's an assist trophy, and it's lovely to see him, but now he's an assist trophy, I don't think we'll ever get to see him as a main character. And that is a shame because Konami now have, if I'm right, Konami have the rights to Bomberman now, having um, purchased them from Hudson Soft. Uh, I think that's how it's gone. Um, who else do Konami have? Castle, well, all the, what else does Konami have? Castlevania and all the characters connected to that. And I would have loved to have had a Simon Belmont or any of the Belmonts, really, but well, Simon, most of all, I think, because um, I love Castlevania just imagine the stage that could be introduced along with him and the music it'd just be phenomenal and maybe there's still a chance but it's this sort of thing that I mean you know if if I feel like they've decided to go down the line of let's have everyone back and the welcoming of new characters is most definitely a um a distant um, nowhere near like a top priority for, for them. Sakurai said it himself. But, you know, I could live with that if they were going to also be a bit more um, ambitious in the tweaks and changes that they're making to some of the established characters. So we all got very, very excited when that initial trailer came out and obviously we see the Inklings and in that trailer, you know, the, the Smash Ball logo appears in the eye of Inkling Girl and she turns and looks and um, there's a, a silhouette of a wide array of characters from Smash but two silhouettes are focused on, Link and Mario. And you can tell that Link is designed after Breath of the Wild Link or Champion Link as people sometimes call him. Um, you could tell that from that first video with the Inklings and then you see him in the game and yes, that's his design. 
Um, and a few things have changed about him, the most prominent being that, you know, the bombs he throws are now self-detonated. They don't explode automatically after a certain time. You detonate them. Um, that's an interesting change. It might freshen things up a bit. He doesn't have the hook shot to grab people or to latch onto the ledge. Not sure how much of a change that will be, but then, like, I'm nowhere near a pro-smash player. That could be, like, really important. Um so they and you know he can pick up and throw you know fire two arrows at once sometimes so that's interesting mario was also shown beside link in that uh reveal trailer and what's happened to mario when you do the super jump cappy's eyes appear in the hat and he has a couple of alternate options of his wedding suit and the um, Super Mario Maker builder outfit, which which looks awesome, to be honest. I love seeing him in that builder outfit. But it's two costumes and one minor cosmetic element, um, which is Cappy's eyes when you do the super jump. I actually quite enjoy playing as Mario. What don't I like about Mario? The same thing that I think most people don't like about Mario. The Flood. Why, oh why, is Mario's down B still the Flood? I know I'm not probably using it right, um, because, you know, pro players can do crazy things with all of these permutations of, you know, skill sets and blah, whatever. But, But for me, and for most average people... I feel like the flood is pretty useless. It doesn't do any damage. It pushes people across the stage, but for something that does no damage, I really feel that it should have a a bigger alternate impact or make it do some damage. Or, better still, get rid of it. Because Super Mario Sunshine was a long-ass time ago now. And I'm not a hater of that game the way a lot of people are. I think it's a perfectly good... Um, 3D game, 3D Mario game, and maybe we were just disappointed because, you know, it's hard to follow the groundbreaking masterpiece of, a, of an achievement that Super Mario 64 was. But Super Mario Sunshine has a lot of haters, and I think, granted, I haven't played it for so many years, so so um, not really since it came out. So maybe I, I don't know, maybe I'm being too overly generous to it. But I don't think it's as bad as people make out. But it's still. If the Super Mario 3D games have a black sheep, it's Sunshine. Which, you know, as far as black sheeps go, it's a pretty good one. But um, but even so. So why now, in 2018, at least... What would it be? 15 years? Is that right? About 15 years or so after um, Super Mario Sunshine? Um, why is he still using Flood? He hasn't been relevant for ages. There are many more other ways that you... um, Other things that you could give Mario to freshen him up in the same way that they've been prepared to freshen up Link. And, you know, they've even freshened up a few of the other characters as that trailer, you know, took a lot of time to tell us. And, you know, the explanation in the voiceover was Mario's still easy to use. We didn't want to change him up too much. I know that's the thing about Mario. He's kind of like your vanilla, your first choice, your sample character, your easy character. You know, 
easy to pick up, moderately difficult to master, perhaps, compared to some of the other characters. But the danger is that Mario becomes, like, Mr. Bland, um, just because he's, like, the entryway character. And it doesn't have to be that way. And Super Mario Odyssey was a phenomenal game that they could have taken, you know, a lot of interesting stuff from to make the character of Mario feel fresh now. Instead of keeping him with the same moveset he's had since... Um, if I'm right, uh, am I right? Since Melee? Um, I think I am. So... No, maybe since Brawl. Maybe he still had the sort of tornado... No, I think, yeah, I think perhaps he had the tornado in uh, Down B in, in, in Melee, as he did in um, the original. But, um, yeah, Mario was ripe for reinventing and taking some of the incredible creativity that the team that made Super Mario Odyssey um, obviously have and 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 utilised that vision for Mario... I would have loved that. I would love to have seen Cappy incorporated. Give a couple of eyes to the hat when you do one move is pathetic. I didn't realise how strongly I felt about this until just now, but it really is. And Mario deserved so much better from this quote-unquote new game. So I wanted... Uh, possibly starting off with a smaller roster in which they'd done a bit more thinking and, and reinventing. And, you know, there are loads of YouTube channels out there where people have thought about, you know, how you could freshen up or reinvent this character or or how newer characters could work. I actually think it's a bit ridiculous that we've got, you know, pretty random characters taking places... Uh, on this um, roster, and 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 we don't have Toad actually. Toad is still nothing more than this rather concerning when you think about it meat shield for Princess Peach and now Daisy as well. Um, that is a strange thing, and you don't have to go you know, out to, like, you know, the expensive licensing with third-party deals uh, to have some new characters. Um, so if you don't want to do Bomberman and you don't want to do uh, Simon Belmont um, or King Karul is another one that I would have liked to have seen, actually. Uh, you know, Donkey Kong, you know, is, is sort of a bit more back on the uh, wavelength at the moment. And... You, you you know you could get a, a villain character or another one of the Kongs I suppose but you could get someone from Tropical Freeze but as Smash is about sort of the whole history of franchises being celebrated I would have liked to have seen King Karul who you know quite frankly you know I've replayed most of the Donkey Kong Country games recently uh, I've complete I've replayed and completed Donkey Kong Country one and two um, and I'm replaying three at the moment okay the Kremlings aren't incredibly engaging and creative villains um, when you play through, certainly when you play through one and to a lesser extent two and three um, especially well three, three there's, there are more creative enemies in some ways um, but when you realise that you know so many of the enemies are just like 
this palette swap of the same crocodile based villain um you know it's it's perhaps a bit tired looking to today's eyes but i i've played on country returns i didn't actually complete it it was very hard i recently completed uh, tropical freeze on the wii u went back to the wii u i haven't bought it on switch because um, I had it on Wii U ages ago and I never really... I actually got further than I thought when I went back to it, but I've now completed it. Um, I wasn't overly thrilled by this weird, you know, the sort of frozen Viking penguin sort of villains. And, um, they're, you know, their boss is just a sort of very, very forgetful villain. So... Um, King Karul would have loved to have had him. But if you don't want to do these licensing things that might be a bit awkward, you know, negotiating with Konami and Rare and whoever, um, going back to what I was saying about Toad, give us Captain Toad. You own the rights to him. It'd be really interesting and a bit of a challenge to set yourself to see what you do with the fact that he is, you know, traditionally he doesn't jump at all. And there are people out there who said, you know, well, there are ways that you can think about this and blah, 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 and it could still be true to the character, but obviously, you know, this is a platformer-based fighting engine. So, you know, you can do stuff with that. But it would have been nice to have seen Captain Toad. Or give us what a lot of people are asking for, give us Waluigi. I don't particularly mind, but lots of Nintendo fans are wanting Waluigi to, to you know, graduate from an assist trophy where he whacks people with his tennis racket, to actually being in the game. And and there's still time, because I don't think we've had Waluigi's presence as a assist trophy confirmed. He might have appeared in one of the Treehouse playthroughs, I'm not sure. Um, so, you know, and, 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 and you know, people were really expecting, and this might still happen, to be honest, I think if this if anyone new is going to come in, it could be this. Um, bringing in someone from the ARMS franchise, I think that could still happen, and we'll get a little CGI trailer like we, do with, like we did with Ridley. Um, that was a phenomenal trailer, by the way. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I feel like we could have spent, or they could have spent, time and effort bringing in some new characters, first and third party, um, and maybe retiring... Uh, some of the existing Smash characters. Instead, they've gone the other way and they've brought, they've, you know, delved into the depths to bring back absolutely everybody, which is cool and exciting, um, but I do feel it's a bit of a missed opportunity. Gameplay looks great. You know, Smash is Smash. It's going to be brilliant. I'm, I'm you know, don't get me wrong. I'm in. I'm on the ground floor. I'm there day one. Um, and if not day one, only because... Um, you know, it's a fortnight from day one until Christmas. And because um, what I do for a living, I get very busy at Christmas time. So even if I got it, I probably wouldn't be able to play it much. So I might as well just get it for a Christmas present. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Um, but of course I'm going to play it. I love that this is coming. And, and I've warmed up to it as I've watched and found, you know, more and more people testifying that it feels different. It feels faster. It feels fresher. It feels like a new game. When... Um, this first, uh, when I watched the direct, the first thing I did when it was finished, I tweeted that that was cool, but this is basically a port. Um, have I changed my mind on that? Yeah, sort of. Is it as new and as fresh looking as I might have liked it to be? I don't think so. 
Um, but I, I still think it's great. And I, the more I see of it, um, and, you know, all we've got is old playthroughs to watch now until some new stuff comes out. But the more I see of it and um, hear of it and, and watch of it, um, you know, the more I'm thinking, okay, this is a new enough game and a fresh enough game. But, you know, for, for Direct that was so long on Smash, um, and this is the stuff that they really do need to show in a dedicated Smash Direct, which I will assume will come probably September, October-ish, um, I want to know what the other game options are. Is there, as what a lot of people have been asking for, um, a solo mode akin to the subspace emissary or the adventure mode uh, in Smash Melee? Um, something like that to enjoy. Um, because Smash 4 really focused on what's at the core, which is, you know, the, 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 the fighting. And, um, and I think it, it was done very well, to be honest. Um, but it would be nice to have... I don't know whether you do it like Subspace Emissary, which, you know, wasn't great, but it was interesting to see the mashups like that. Um, or just enough interesting single-player modes. Smash Talk and Go, Smash Run... For my money, could probably go as well. But it needs to be replaced with something good. Um, so that it's not just... Stock or time, no one plays coin. Uh, stock or time battles ad nauseum. Um, you know, are we going to have the challenges? I- I'm sure we will, but like the challenge modes and you know the whole sort of master order and crazy order thing. You know, it's it, 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 we don't know and we don't know a lot yet. We'll get that information, um, but it's frustrating that they haven't really told us anything about story mode, anything about other new game, other game modes. Um, we don't know whether custom moves are going to be in this. My guess is probably not. I don't know how much they were taken up. I mean, I fiddled around and enjoyed them a little bit. And I had my amiibos and, you know, specced them up in different ways. I thought that was quite interesting. And, you, I mean, gosh, all the stickers that you apply to these figurines and all the things to sort of, you know, the equipment to make their stats all over the place. Smash 4 was really deep when you get into all that sort of stat stuff. And I know the professionals never would have played that way, you know, standard move sets, you know, standard or no equipment, because um, it's fairer. But there was this whole thing, and I just wonder, maybe maybe they've jettisoned it because it wasn't ever as popular as they perhaps thought it was going to be, or whatever. But without all of that, this Smash, if it's ultimate, isn't it supposed to include everything? Uh and 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 you know so if they drop the custom move sets and the statistics and all that then you know I, that would be a bit of a shame even though they're probably not used that much and maybe they're not worth the effort I don't know, um, especially when it comes to the me fighters, which I watched the video again before recording this segment, and um, I'm wondering now, I I'm th- I've been thinking that. Perhaps the only set of characters where the custom movesets are going to remain are the Mii Fighters, because it makes sense for them more than it does perhaps for the others, for the main characters. But I watched that again, and I I almost got an an inkling uh, that um, 
they're not going to bother with with the moveset. And then you know you're you're the the me what is it me brawler me gunner and me yoto uh, shigeru miyamoto. No, what is it? Me brawler, me gunner, and me swordsman, of course. Um, that they're going to have sort of standard moves. And one of the things I really liked, I I, I you know I created all like the members of my family in Smash Four with different me fighters and you know, different move sets and it was actually pretty fun to sort of you know pit them against each other and, and all of that so um with the record feature as well which you know hopefully well it should be in it because it should be a damn sight easier to record on the switch since it's already got it than it was on the 3ds or wii u but um so i just hope that we're not losing some of the more adventurous, quirky, ambitious sorts of things for the, um, you know, in lieu, you know, to give way to the ambition to bring absolutely every character back in here. Um, I think that's kind of my concern. I want to know about the different ca- uh, different um, modes of play that there are. <sighs> the release date is another odd thing. I, I mean, you know, December, I don't mind waiting for it. Mario Tennis comes out next week and I'm ready for that. But um, I'm on that. But, um, I mean, like I said earlier in the podcast, it's a, it's far removed from the launch of this paid service for Nintendo Online. And... I maybe it's because they don't have enough faith that the online um network the servers and all of that will be good enough at launch and people will get really soured on smash for switch if um if the net code isn't up to it or whatever um what they don't want is loads of stories going around um you know the gaming in the gaming press and perhaps even wider the tech press in general um of you know Nintendo's best selling franchise has unplayable online um so maybe they're delaying it till December so that they can make sure that this paid service is up to scratch because you know the current service that Nintendo offers for their online is free and it's hard to complain when it's free but if they're um provision of quality internet uh online connection doesn't improve significantly once we all start paying for it people will be pretty annoyed and um and smash i think wants to steer clear of any of the taint of that so maybe that's a clever reason why it's not coming out straight away of course it's also close to christmas and blah 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 um yeah now that i think about it Maybe that does make sense. It's 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 interesting. I actually am surprised I've been as negative on this as I have been because I was negative to begin with, and I've been watching a lot of playthroughs and um, feeling much more positive about it. But now that I speak my mind again, um, maybe there's some missed opportunities. Maybe this game has certainly been transformed and redeveloped and maybe it's a completely 100% new game I think to be honest now the question of is it a new game or is it a port um, maybe we just need to let it go we've seen what it is it's based off of Smash 4's style 
maybe it's based off its engine, maybe it isn't. There seems to be conflicting reports on that. Um, it's very much a best of with the series. Well, I suppose with the well, actually with the characters, it's an all of of the series. What we're hoping for is that you know the rest of the modes are best of. You know, we don't. I don't think. I don't think there's anyone who wants Smash Tour back. Um, except for that function at the end where you fight at each each stock you have is one of the characters you've collected along the way. That's really clever. And as um, I think Andre Seegers at Game Explain said, just find a way to do that. Um, just give us a mode that's like that. Um, yeah, there must be ways to do it. You know, I don't know. A random the computer randomly selects five characters, or you select five, or you know, or both. Um, but don't make us play that very weak board game part of it. Um, I love Smash. I'm really excited for it. I am. I might not sound very enthusiastic. That's because I'm recording this at, um, you know, gone midnight uh, after a really long day's work. Um, that is just what my life is like at the moment, finding the time to do these things. But um, I'm definitely up for this. I'm definitely psyched for it. I really want to play it and play it well and play it with people that I know in a room together, like the old days. That would be the best. That's some of the best times of my life playing things like that. Um, want to be able to play it online and for it to be good. I know I'm not going to be good. This is the thing. I get my ass handed to me time and time again when I play games online. Um, and it's not as fun as like when you've got your mates around and all of that. But this is going to be such a good game. I know it is. I have faith in Nintendo. Always have. I have, you know, even when, you know, they make some odd decisions sometimes. I have faith in Masahiro Sakurai. Um, I really do want this game to be the bee's knees and the dog's bollocks. Um, but I am just a little bit disappointed that, you know, where they're focusing their time. Focusing it on bringing back minor characters that, you know... Honestly, I think Pichu's the best example. Was anyone asking for Pichu? I don't know anyone who was. Um, maybe they're out there. Well, I'm sure they're out there. Everyone's out there. But, I mean, bringing back everybody, I would have said, leave, you know, leave those who didn't make Smash 4 in the past... Maybe with the odd exception here or there. Um, I wouldn't have particularly minded if we didn't get some of the guest characters back. Um, I like Cloud. But I don't really care about Bayonetta. Uh, I don't care about... Actually, I, want, I would like Pac-Man. I want Pac-Man there. Sonic almost feels like he's not a guest character anymore. Um, Sonic, Pac-Man... Uh, Ryu I know you're supposed to call him Ryu but I've always pronounced it Ryu when I was a kid and it's hard to unlearn it um, yeah look I mean just wittering on now give us some extra characters reinvent some of the characters to be more timely and don't worry about giving us every character ever. That's why I would have said. But Smash Ultimate hasn't gone that way by the look of it. It's not going to go that way by the look of it. We've got to get on board with it. If anyone agrees with me, 
mate, we just got to get on board with it. Um, and trust that it's going to be good because it will be. Of course it will be. And everything we're hearing from the people who've played it hands-on, you know, the people at the Invitationals, the people who went to E3, all we're hearing is good stuff. It just irritates me that Mario is the same old Mario that he's been for goodness knows how long. And, um, you know, when they were ripe to reinvent him. Um, but, <laughs> I don't know, it's not very likely. But maybe we'll get like a cap, like a Odyssey Mario or a Cappy Mario or something in addition. I'm, I know we won't. But, um, you know, let's see what happens. We've got six months or so, just under six months until the game's out. <sighs> God, which means Christmas is less than six months away. Um, roll on that time. Let's see what we learn in the in-between time. I truly hope that they have the focus on music that they had in past ones, especially Smash 4, you know, being able to choose the music to each level and, and all this stuff. Because, my word, that's one of the things I get most excited about is bringing back all these tracks. And we've already been... Hearing a few, you know, different versions, you know, go to the Smash Brothers website, there's there's some music up there, I guess that's going to grow. Um, a brilliant Street Fighter 2 Vega stage um, in reinvention is on there at the moment, which is really great. Um, let's see what comes. Thank you very much for listening to me witter on about Super Smash Brothers Ultimate and my mixed feelings, but heading towards the positive. Um, it may not sound that way, but yeah, no, they are, they are. That'll do it for this episode of Cutie and the Geek. Thank you for sticking with me as I've been talking solo. Uh, I know podcasts are much better when in conversation, but as I explained at the beginning, uh, it just wasn't um, practical for for Meryl to be a part of this episode. Uh, It's not going to be the norm. Uh, This is our podcast, and um, we're very uh, pleased to be having a, a project to collaborate on, uh, apart from our wedding, which is just a project which... It's so large. Um, So, thank you very much for listening. Uh, Very excited to share Love of Nintendo with you. I'm conscious of the fact that I haven't really done any gaming stuff until now on this podcast, but it's, you know, a huge part of who I am. So hopefully uh, there'll be more of that to come. Um, So once again, thank you for joining us. If you've enjoyed this, uh, listening to me ramble on, please let me know. Um, Please like this podcast or review it or subscribe to it or whatever you can do on various places. I know on Apple Podcasts, uh, obviously on the Anchor app, a couple of other places. I can't remember right now. It's very late. Um, But thanks for being here and um, uh, uh, to sign off. Uh, I'm Stefan, and that's where she would normally say, and I'm Meryl, and uh, I'm saying, every geek is here. Bye-bye.